Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr H. And I'm Mrs H. Thank you for joining us again. We are coming fresh off the back of the Swingers TV show being repeated. Mm. So we spent some time watching that. Well, that was on TV. What a pleasant surprise. Well, <laughs> <laughs> We weren't expecting that to be aired again. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know it was on until the day. And mm. then we went on Twitter. Oh yeah. And then watched all the hashtags. The hashtags. Or, or the hash browns. <laughs> hash browns, yeah. Yeah, and we, this time, because we weren't watching what was on television uh, so much, uh, we were more interested in the comments. We were able to respond to a whole lot more. So mm. if you're joining us off the back of that, thank you very much. Uh, welcome. If this is your first episode, good luck. Mm. <laughs> we'll try and take you through on a, an amazing journey of talky talk stuff. Well, easy and gently. Yeah, that's right. We'll lube you up <clears> and <throat> slide you in. Treat you nicely. Nicely. Yeah, that's that's right, Mrs. <laughs> H. So yeah, uh, that was on. So that was quite fun watching that and responding some to some of the comments. We got to actually um, defend uh, some of our friends that we've met on the show. Mm. And we were there with mm. Martin as well. So he wasn't with us in the room, but we had a little virtual uh, war room set up where we were replying <laughs> to all that we could. So anyone that was being obnoxious or rude about the show, we were, we were able to jump on and tackle those. Uh, defend a friend to the end. Sounds like something you get on a T-shirt. It does. Defend a friend. To the end. To the end. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly that. Not on one of our T-shirts, though. They are still available. And if you wanted yeah. to buy one of those, uh, check the link on our webpage. Cool. Nice. But anyway, that was really fun doing that. And actually, it was really nice to be able to uh, comment <clears throat> and answer some questions as well. So yeah. hopefully uh, we'll have a few new people joining us this week. So welcome. Thank you for doing that. Um, also, I want to say a huge, huge thank you for all the Christmas submissions to our video that we had through. What? You actually had some more? We had some more through. Yeah, we did. Not that you're checking any of them. No, God, um, no. Now, we I don't do, want to watch that performance again. <laughs> we do have a winner, but we can't announce them because they're anonymous. So uh, oh. we'll be in touch with them directly. So if you don't hear from us by the time you hear this, then you didn't win. Sorry about that. So let me get this straight. The anonymous winner, who yeah. you can't announce because they're anonymous, yeah. you're saying congratulations to Congratulations that to that person who may or may not be listening right now. Wow. So it's like four people out there probably going, yay, I might be a winner. I might be a winner. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, in the next few days, we'll release all of the answers to the Christmas quiz thing wow. that we did. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. And we can finally explain what the very first one was, which I think is the one that people stumbled over quite a bit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you stumbled over it. I think the people doing it stumbled over it a little bit. So, you know, it'll be an interesting one. So we'll release that. The other thing I want to uh, just cover before we dive into our main topic today. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Is uh, actually we've been watching the news a lot because, hey, there's nothing else to do because we're still locked down. Yeah, I know it's the same story. But actually, news. Mm-hmm. we just want to wish <clears throat> all of our friends and not friends in America um, the best of luck and to stay safe, I guess. It looks like a fucking terrible time in America. I mean, we're going through a shitty time here in the UK, but the States looks like it's going through a lot of turmoil. Um, all sorts of crap is going on. So um, we're thinking of you, uh, you know, a little bit, just enough to get us there. It's like some terrible game of Top Trumps, isn't it? <laughs> Trump, Literally. Trump has been the, the, the name of the game there, I suppose. <laughs> like who can outdo each other the most? We've got like a million cases, but hey, well, there's I think, some stuff going on in Avella as well. What I been quite enjoying is lots of people who have been posting sort of comments about America being the next reality TV show that they're watching. <laughs> oh, and it's yeah. like, what's going to top itself today? This new show I'm watching, America. <laughs> yeah, what's the next cliffhanger that we're going to be left with? But anyway, the important thing is is that if you are in the States or if you're from the States, um, we hope you're okay. We hope you're staying safe and we hope you're getting through this without too much mental damage because we know how trying this is. We've seen it from afar. And and if we're really honest, we're not sure that we're that far behind in terms of our own country here. So It's um, a very polarised um, place at the moment to be, isn't it? It is. So, America, please sort your <clears> shit <throat> out. Please get it right. Um, because we'd like to visit at some point. Yay! You know, we would really like to go and visit. Yeah. Let's go see Congress. I hear anyone can get in nowadays. <laughs> oh too, soon? too soon? Too soon? <laughs> but anyways, yeah, please, please do take care. So this week, we thought we'd tackle a bit of a tricky subject. Well, we always said when we started this that we would cover all of the things that we go through. And with some duvets. Of them, with duvets, yeah. Yes. And nice blankets yeah. and really nice warm things. <laughs> um, no, we always said we would be open and honest about bumps in the road. Yep. And things don't always kind of go as easily as you want them to sometimes. So no. it's only fair that we we talk about the things that, sometimes aren't so good. Yeah, I think, and plus, the last episode was outrageously positive. <laughs> is this, we're balancing <laughs> this it all is, up This a is bit. karma coming up, and not biting <laughs> us, because karma's been biting us for a while. So, Mrs. H, you're going to be running this ship. Oh, my God. I think you run a ship, don't you? We're no, sailing this ship, running steering, a tight ship. I don't know. Tightening up the ship. Um, I'm going to be attempt to loosely manoeuvre the ship. Crash the plane. Crash Crashing the plane. the plane in the right direction, I think, is how we're going to describe this one. Um, well, this is, yeah, potentially mainly about me because this is stuff that's been going around my head for a while. <clears throat> and whilst we've now had a chance to talk about this stuff ourselves, ourselves, <laughs> together, um, I, I kind of think that there's people out there who might be able to resonate with some of these issues and maybe just, you know, we'd like to hear your thoughts and feedback as well. Yeah, I, I think some of what we're about to discuss. He says teasing this even My goodness, longer. Yeah, this sounds like a real cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know everyone's been affected by the the whole situation over the last year, mm. from the difficult COVID situation to the politics to the way the world has been. There's been enough bad news everywhere. I mean, last year we started with like in fires in Australia, and we don't even remember that particularly. I know, it's crazy. So there's a lot of pressure and, and difficult things going on in the world and it impacts everyone differently. So I think this is really pertinent to discuss this because we've been going through a bit of a 
challenging situation, I think it's mm-hmm. fair to say. Mm-hmm. So um, without further ado, Mrs. H, start, let's let's crack into it. We'll, we'll crack into it. But I think first there needs to be a little gentle caveat that okay. um, what we discuss today is in no way um, a, a debate that means we're, we're falling out of love with each other or anything. This is very much um, things that I want to cover that I think will benefit us because it's cathartic. It's just why I received things. a marriage P45 in the post. <laughs> oh my God. I think they're called divorces, but I'm M45. not sure. <laughs> no, no, that's no. a road. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't drive. Yeah. I'm going to send you an M25. <laughs> <laughs> no, an M45. Okay. Anyway. Brim for, full of Asher on a 45? Yeah, that would work. Yeah, okay. That would work. Um, I just want to point out, this is in no way us kind of falling out. This is not any kind of mudslinging event. This is just us having a grown-up conversation. Okay. I, yeah. I shall keep my finger pointing to a minimum. Yeah, I mean, you can point your finger at me, but no one will see that. That's true. And I can kick you under the table. <gasps> I know, right? right? Go on then. Sharpen, take a breath. Okay. I can't reach you from here. I'll I do know, it later. You, you've got tiny little legs. <laughs> so, yes, I want to talk about some things, I think, that, that have bothered me for a little while. Is it <clears> me, generally? It's not you. I oh. adore you. Okay. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about losing my mojo. Mm. Oh. <laughs> losing my mojo. And that covers quite a broad spectrum of things. And, you know, we, we, we laugh about the, the concept of mojo when we've watched Austin Powers. And what do we mean by the concept of mojo, dear? The con- your spark, uh, your desire for things, good things. Mm-hmm. Good things um, such as? Sex. Sex, sex. Okay. <laughs> Your overall desire for some kind of sexual activity. Okay. So, or more commonly mainly known as libido. Okay. So, you are losing or have lost or have stumbled upon. I have stumbled upon. Or stumbled over. <laughs> misplaced. Yes. A little bit. Camouflaged. Yeah. So, my, my mojo is packed away in a box and put up a on a shelf. Nosedive. Mm-hmm. And this isn't an overnight thing at all. And it's. I don't think it's something that can be easily remedied in a, a fast way either. It's going to ah, take a little bit of Because I've been effort. putting Cialis and Viagra <laughs> into every cup of coffee that I make in the morning. And oh trust me, God. folks, every morning she gets a fucking made cup of coffee. I'm not sure she even knows how to work the coffee machine. Maybe I've been like switching on coffees and it's actually had the... <laughs> <laughs> this is why I keep walking around with a massive erection all the time. Well, I mean, that's you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, I've I've been thinking a bit about why You're this right. has happened. Yeah, I can think without banging my head on things. Oh, good. Yeah. Just to count. But I've been thinking a little bit about some of the things that might have contributed to this and kind of what's what's framed the, the dissent of all this stuff and mm-hmm. how it's impacted me, how it's impacted us. Um, but also in a more positive way, what we're kind of doing about it. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm really, really positive that there's tons of things we can do, try. And, you know, some of this in part is uh, biological because, you know, I'm a certain age. So, but there's also other things like psychological things and social, social okay. things. So you're of a certain age. Let's. let's... I'm going to break it down a little bit though. Okay. Because yeah, I've, I've got some, I've got some You can't make around. these sweeping generalizations. Well, <laughs> you, you have a, a not explain them. So. So I've, I've put it out there. I'm, I know I've, you have. I've lost my mojo a little bit. Okay. And when I say a little bit, I do mean it's not 
a huge amount. But to be fair, me losing my, my mojo in our relationship actually does feel like kind of, of a big deal. Well, I think you've always been quite a sexy person. And I you've think so too. You've always been quite a sexual person. Yeah. Ah, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 I would agree completely. Uh, take the compliment and the cocktail, please. I definitely will. <laughs> Thank it's you very much. It's on a t-shirt, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you've always been, whilst you're not a massive instigator, I think, of mm-hmm. sexy times, you're always very open to stuff and you're always... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're always playing with yourself constantly. <laughs> and if it's not your phone, it's your muff. So, I mean, there's always something going on. Right. Typically. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one of the red flags for me. Uh, I know. Yeah. If I'm not even thinking about myself. If you're not even thinking about diddling, then ring, who even are you? Ringing the devil's doorbell. Then <laughs> it, that, that's a real red flag that actually it's, it's, it's me. So let's, let's go back in time. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do um, that. And when do you think this first occurred? Okay, I think this first occurred. <laughs> um, probably going back around eight, seven or eight months ago. If I'm, if I can really, really think back to when things felt a little bit different, um, maybe about seven months ago. I'm going to suggest it's been longer than that. And you might be right. And actually. I, I think this really started on the back end of 2019. I think okay. I, I would suggest that you're kind of, it, it's, it wasn't an immediate, like one day you were like this and no, the next day no. you were like that. But I think that started really, I'm thinking sort of September 2019. It's gradual. Uh, gradual. It has been gradual. From there. And I, I, I think that that's kind of developed over the course of time. Mm. But I would say that's probably when things started to feel slightly different. Feels slightly different. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would agree that you're probably more in tune to kind of when you started noticing things. I am never in tune. <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> What's cadence? What's key? <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> cadence sounds like it would be a Batman character. Oh, it does a little bit, doesn't it? And cadence. Yeah, Batman's and I'm nemesis. Key. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can still laugh together. I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah, okay, it's useful to go back in time and try and um, put a little bit of a time frame around when you first noticed this mm-hmm. and when I probably first noticed it more. And maybe part of it, I was a little bit in denial that I, I was imagining things or that So maybe what did you notice? I probably noticed, firstly, like everything, body image bothered me a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know I go on about body image a lot. And I know I go on about how um, I'm, I'm really affected sometimes by how undesirable that makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I think it bothered me more. But at the same time, I had a really annoying kind of um, parallel thought process of not caring as much about wanting to change it. Yeah, I, I, I think you got more upset about your body image and the way that you look, mm. but were less inclined to do anything Correct. about it. Less motivated yeah. to actually do something to, to change that and remedy it. Yeah. And that that's not just laziness, although you could say, yes, that's just laziness and being you know, and caring about how you look. That's not, not the case. I've always cared about that. I think it was more, my my actual thought process almost made me feel like I didn't care. I, I, I'm or inclined didn't to, have my self-esteem. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think I think your actual get up and go, as as, as my <laughs> mum would have said, is it had got up and gone. Mm-hmm. And you're, or you're, was starting to wane. Yeah, it was mm. starting to go. Certainly as we went through the year, I mean, we... The, 2019 wasn't a great year 
to be fair. There were great mm-hmm. bits to it, I think. Yeah, but um, it wasn't without its but, ups and downs again. You know, I think think that year your dad was particularly yeah, poorly, got, really poorly, especially towards the end of the year. Um, Mr. Kitty started to get ill. Mum started to get really poorly. Your mum started to get ill towards the, the very end of mm. that. So we entered 2020, and because 2020 was the year that kept on giving, mm. in, in already a state of, I think, decline. And I think sort of early on in the year, you'd kind of already kind of gone, well, you know, I don't really care too much about trying trying mm-hmm. to make an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you don't make an effort, but but trying. And I'm really talking, I guess, about keeping fit in this sense, because yeah, you sort of right. got to the point where you had no motivation to do that. Mm. And I think as we got further into 2020, certainly the early parts of that, um, you started to, to to get more upset by the way that you look, but but even further, um, less inclined to do anything. But at the mm. same time, our home life took an absolute kick to the cunt, I think, at that point. <laughs> uh, well, it's true, it isn't it? I mean, yeah. so, you know, at the start of last year, we you know, we, we started that off with your dad having just come back from hospital mm. and your mum going Into in. hospital, yeah. And, you know, your dad, as we've discussed in the sh- show before, can't communicate very well because he had a stroke. So mm. he can't really talk. So he needs care. All the time. All the time. Mm. And, you know, we are his, possibly not his primary caregivers, as it were, because he does have a support team there every day. Yeah. We do supply his food, you know, and we yeah. do visit him and yeah, make sure do. he's okay and check in on him. Yeah. So we'd already started inheriting some of those things that we had mm. to deal with. And then it's got switched up. So he was at home. So we had to look after him mm. but also your mum was in hospital so we had to sort of see her and look after her yeah and I became more and more um focused on the priorities that in in my head were absolutely giving care and attention to you know the, the health issues that they faced mm. and also how I then had to start dividing my time between you know doing that and also still still having a job and still having you know a relationship with you and and you're right things just started feeling like really difficult. Well, and it doesn't stop there because at the back end of that year, we also had the news that Mr. Kitty's heart murmur um, meant that he was well and truly on the way out. Mm. We also, as well, had you going through, you were taking your um, degree, your extra degree, which you were going through. So you're trying to keep studying and keep taking tests and exams or whatever and handing coursework on the top of, all of this happening. Mm. So you, you may wonder why I'm I'm kind of going through all this in in granular detail, and I think it's because not because I'm putting excuses in my way and going justifying it and saying, "Well, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Of course, it's going to be difficult." But actually, when you stack it all up, there was a tremendous amount of stuff. You're right that already a, a brilliant relationship had to then withstand. I think on top of that, <laughs> as if I, it couldn't I, get any worse. I think this did start towards the end of, well, at least the. Actually, this did start in 2019 at the beginning mm. of it. You started getting hot flushes or flashes oh or whatever the hell you want to call God. them. God, yes. Now, and I should point out, I'm going to be very honest, um, I am, um, how old am I? Oh my God. Uh, I'm over mid-40s, put it that way. Mm-hmm. But not 50s yet. But not 50s yet. <laughs> so I'm in my late 40s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, sounds You've never awful. been early for anything. Great. No, I have not. So... Um, I, I'm in an age bracket, I suppose, where it is possible that there are changes happening, biological changes happening. Lady changes. <laughs> so menopause then, effectively, yes, is what we're talking absolutely. about. Absolutely. So, it didn't occur to me that that was that. Well, I think to everyone else that we spoke to and that mm. and that I said and everyone else said, 
oh, you're entering your own personal summer, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, I recall Bradford saying that about 42 oh, times yes, while we were in Australia. He said it so many times. He did say it a lot. So, and you know, I think we all recognise that you were sort of getting into that yeah. space. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I, I think because there was some good stuff going on earlier on in the year, mm -hmm. you, it was much. A, you were much more able to cope with some yeah. of that stuff and set and and had so much more mental capacity to mm. kind of work through it. That, but but by the time we got to twenty twenty in the year that was, I think you were just worn down. And I think it was only at that point that you really started to think, oh shit, this is a real problem because you weren't sleeping at night, mm, no, not in a good sexy way. <laughs> you were getting hot flashes, which which ultimately meant that you couldn't really do very much. It was, I mean, the the sort of the actual physical symptoms and um, things that you you kind of. You read about, but you don't actually think maybe they'll all happen to you. They don't all happen to everybody, but I certainly experienced a, a large degree of very unpleasant physical symptoms, like un unable to control my body temperature, yeah. <laughs> for one, not sleeping very well. Um, and the bit that really polexed me and surprised me was my inability to kind of uh, cognitively string a sentence together. <laughs> now, <laughs> I had to really focus on that. But that's something I've always loved and thrived on. And I, I enjoy, you know, a, a good kind of conversation, a good debate, that kind of thing. And it really annoyed me that I was starting to jumble my words in my head. They weren't coming out the way I wanted them to. I was losing uh, concentration really rapidly, more so than usual. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was just finding this fog, constant fog in my head of not really knowing what I wanted to do next and not able to prioritise where I needed to focus any kind of um, mindset. So it became this effort of wading through mud in my mind of, I know I need to do this and I'll do the things that I have to do because they're a priority. But beyond that, I don't want or care to do anything else. So my own well-being, like my own physical, taking care of my, my well-being, like how I looked, how much weight I put on, all of those things very much I just couldn't give a shit about at the time. Uh, it was really a real effort to well, want to care about it. Well, and the tricky thing was is that as we went further into 2020, mm. uh, do, should we spit every time we say 2020? Should we take a <laughs> shot? I don't fucking know. Take a shot. Take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> take a shot in the mouth. <laughs> what? That well, escalated quickly. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it back. Good. Come on, good. Mojo. <laughs> so, all right. So, you know, every time we went further into 2020, something bad happened. So, you know, the cat died. Your mum died. Uh, we got locked down. I mean, those uh, things aren't all necessarily comparable. They know, but they all happened. But they, they all, all happened. Shit. And, you know, sort of the opportunities for you to do stuff about your own mental and physical health, mm. because they can be linked. That free time that you get, you know, at the gym or just mm. down to, to reset and to think through the day was being very quickly ebbed away from you. Mm. Now, how was that feeling? I mean, because if, we, if we're thinking about it, we're really in sort of April... We're in, 2020 in my head, we're in April and I distinctly remember April. I, I really lost all kind of grip on reality at that point. I'd lost my mum. Um, we were in lockdown, like full lockdown at this point, the first lockdown. So yep. everything was very, very difficult and I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't see family. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything to, to kind of get over that grief and I didn't know what to do. And I know exactly what I did. Instead of trying to turn it into something that I could work with, um, I chose to reach for some coping mechanisms like alcohol. 
Mm -hmm. And I certainly didn't get into a level of day drinking. Let's not go crazy. (laughs) But but my goodness, I was close. (laughs) I I threw myself into reaching out for what I knew would make me feel instantly less um, numb, maybe to everything. I I reached for a, a glass of wine more frequently than I would have liked to. I... Instead of um, being one of those people that couldn't possibly eat because I'm so stressed. No, no, no. I wanted carbs in and around my mouth all the time. Yeah. Because comfort eating was my go-to. It was my my kind of way of blotting out everything else and doing something that gave me an instant gratification. And that's coupled with all the trait of a crazy lot of hormones going on, which I hadn't really thought about at the time because not only did I have grief going through my mind and bereavement and all those things that come with that, but also the crazy messed up hormonal imbalance that was actually the menopause as well, just to throw something into the perfect storm. Because we do love a good cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my perfect storm literally was grief and menopausal symptoms and hormones that are completely imbalanced and a pandemic, for good measure, (laughs) all of that stuff. It all happened at at once really what felt like it all happened at once mm. and i think what what was really um tricky is that we you know certainly throughout bits of the year we did manage to have some some sexy adventures and i think the, the interesting thing was because those adventures are so sexy and they are such a mm. a highlight sometimes mm. um or there there is such an allure about them actually i think that that did help you focus on being sexy or, mm-hmm. or or because there's almost like dates to look forward to and things that we could do yeah. and adventures to go on, it kind of mm-hmm. gave you a little bit of a run-up to get into that space and, and that shape. I would 100% agree. I, I didn't rely on um, the, the non-monogamous adventures we had to kind of make me better, but I looked forward to them because they enhanced our relationship so much. And you take them away and, and it's not that we don't have a great relationship left in its place. It's just... What we had was severely compromised by a load of other stuff. Yeah, as it happens, coupled with taking that element of fun away, you, you kind of are left with this extremely difficult, kind of rocky situation. So that's how it, it felt. I think that was the the point at which I thought things are not feeling great. Yeah, I, I agree. As we got through the year, though, I think we sort of, you know, there was a, this little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and things mm-hmm. started picking up a little bit because we could go out and we could see people, a bit on the other side of their garden mm-hmm. or, you know, we were able to meet a couple of people and it became a little bit more hopeful. And, and summer always feels better too. And summer felt mm. better too. And I think we're because we're able to walk around a bit, we were starting to get some more exercise mm. and starting to get some fresh air and starting to breathe again. And also I think the, 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 the grief, which never really goes away, I suppose, but was, was falling a little bit off our shoulders mm-hmm. or, or your shoulders in particular. And we were able to focus up, but then, you know, and, and we used that time to start investigating your health. Yeah. So I then took a decision to um, discuss all this with my GP. After <clears> weeks <throat> of me going, go to the doctors, go to the doctors, go to the doctors, go to the doctors. Yeah, but you know, in a pandemic, it's, it's not doctors. so easy, is it, to A, get appointments and, and B, actually find the motivation to do Seriously, it. Seriously, folks, if I get a paper cut, I am rushed to A&E. <laughs> Literally, if I said I have a head... If I say I have a headache, <laughs> Mrs. H will carry me on a stretcher down to get some medication and bandage me up. 
This is very true. This is all very true. But if I, I, I if if your leg falls off, <laughs> oh, it's I'm fine. like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's okay. It'll it's probably just a flesh wound. yeah, it'll grow back in a <laughs> couple of days. Back. Yeah. So yeah. you are an absolute wench to get to go to the doctors. Do as I do, not do as I say. I know. <laughs> so you're correct, and I eventually. <laughs> Can you say that again? Uh, maybe I'll say it later. All right. No. Yeah. Tell me I'm correct. <laughs> bit, bit, bit of foreplay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I did decide to engage with my GP to see what we could do. And he immediately laughed it off and went, you're too young for that. I'm like, really though? Are we short? And he was like, no, you genuinely are a little bit too young, I think. However, um, what we then obviously decided to take into account was that I had, and again, I'm being brutally honest here. Um, many years ago, I had a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that, that can um, accelerate uh, a menopause for, for women. I sometimes. think it's just the law of Mrs. H, where if something <laughs> can go wrong and fall off, it will do. Well, maybe. <laughs> and and yes, you know, 2020 and all that. But yes, so we eventually agreed to do some blood tests and we did all that. You passed those tests I, so well. well. You passed those <laughs> tests better than you passed your degree, I tell you. <laughs> and they did come back and they were way off and it was very clear that I was extremely menopausal. Yes. So it confirmed that A, you're I wasn't so going menopausal, menopausal, so you're menopausal. in menopausal. But in a way, it was a relief not to be labelled or defined, but to be to be told that actually there may well be a biological reason why you're feeling this way, on top of the other things, because yeah. the other things are bad enough in them, themselves. Um, but it, it meant that all the kind of, you know, the, the hormonal balance of things like oestrogen and testosterone were way off. So I'm... Very, 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 very low in testosterone and estrogen levels are kind of haywire. So we, we knew there was something that they could maybe tackle. So I then started hormone replacement therapy. And when was that? Mm, I would want to say like July, August. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, but again, it's not been started on a really high dose or anything. It's been a very gradual, let's try and see how this feels and let's see if this makes any difference at all. And it's. I think it had some success. I think it, at first it, it helped, helped you with sleep. physical symptoms. Yeah, it kind of helped you sleep a little better, and it stopped mm. some of the hot flashes. Are they flushes flushes. or flashes? They're fucking awful, whatever they are. Yeah, whatever they were. <laughs> the hot the, things. The hot things. <laughs> and I've always Calm been down. a freezing cold person my entire life, so this is like a real. Well, you've never had any ability to regulate your well, own no. temperature. You are like a lizard. <laughs> But this was interesting that you this were getting really hot. This is more unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Always hot. Not not a thing I want to be used to. But of course, you know, we're now in, now in the middle of summer and you're, <laughs> you're still getting hot flushes. God, not the time to go through uh, a menopause. Let Puberty, me you. you were going to say then, weren't you? <clears throat> no, I wasn't. See, there you go. Mind fog again. <laughs> <laughs> mind frog? <laughs> that sounds like an amazing comic. It's a, a mind comic. frog. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this was all going on and we started to get medication for you to help try and tackle all of these issues. Yes. All along, your mojo is kind of a bit all over the place. Yeah. And then again, this is this was the worry for me because you're right. Going back to what we said at the very beginning, I've always been so sexual in terms of my my mindset, my approach to things, my, my love of anything, that, you know, a, a bit kinky. All, all of it was part and parcel of kind of me. And it, it felt a little bit like I, I lost a bit of my identity. Mm. I wasn't used to this, this weird kind of where I would think about sex maybe a lot <laughs> during the course of a normal day. 
And it could just be fleeting things in my head or whatever it is. It wasn't there. It didn't occur to me anymore that there was sex or I could feel sexy. And ordinarily, if we had some time to sort of get fit or get sort of mm. to, to lose weight or focus on a diet and stuff. Or devote time to each other. Devote time to each yeah. other. Normally, we, we're, we're, we've been very good at sort of setting a target and saying, mm. okay, we think we might be able to see people on this date or we might be able to do this. Let's work our asses Or we have a to, holiday to yeah, look forward or, or, to yeah. or something. Whatever yeah. it is, we've been very good at setting a schedule yeah. or schedule, whichever one you prefer, and working towards it. And in this case, mm. the, you were having none of that. No, and not only was there none because pandemic um it, it felt like everything was flat there was no joy in anything i did anymore oh, you've I, not become a flat earther now <laughs> have you as well there was no joy in anything that i used to derive a lot of pleasure from and and that included the way i looked it could be making myself look nice for you i just felt undesirable like on a major scale not just because i'd let my my physical fitness slide a lot because I had I knew that but you were constantly in this barometer of not knowing what to say for the best because you 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 get it in the ear if you told me to buck my ideas up and get on the treadmill you'd get it in the neck if you ignored it and said oh yeah you look lovely and you'd get it in the neck if I kind of said you know do you think I could stand to lose a bit of weight and you're like hell yeah <laughs> so you must have been in like a complete um you know space of what do I do to help my wife get out of this funk it is a tricky one I, because and it's always tricky with you because um <laughs> you, you don't like to be told i don't you really don't like to be told you're gonna tell me off for pouring wine then? i am gonna tell you off for pouring I'll do it wine quietly you can't do it quietly. i can do it quietly let, let me talk gentle listener why while mrs h pour some wine i'll do it so quietly you'll never know that was it did then. you hear it yeah i did that was excellent yeah fantastic it's a lovely sound though isn't it, it it's a lovely sound however so you don't like to be told i don't it's but one of my pet hates. Also, I am very, very aware of how you are emotionally and how you're going to react at a certain mm. point. So I know if you've been not doing your fitness stuff, and I know when you're <laughs> heading for a meltdown, when you're going to look in the mirror and go, fucking hate everything, none of my clothes fit me, oh, it's all fucking stupid, oh, I need to do loads of stuff, I'm going to start that tomorrow. Wow, and you know me so well. <laughs> you, but you are someone that always wants to do it tomorrow when it comes to fitness. Anything else, and you want to do it now. <laughs> like your sense of timing is insane so we you know it could be like 12 o'clock or midnight or whatever on a school night and we're packing up and you'll be like oh let's just empty the dishwasher now and i'm like well, why are you doing this we need to go to bed no no we're just doing it so but if it was like exercise you'd be like fuck off i'm not doing that now that can wait till tomorrow and you've always been that way so it's really difficult to tell you but also i know the fallout of you looking at yourself in the mirror and not liking what you see so I know that the fallout is coming, but I, it's very difficult to get you to a point where you do something before that happens. So you try to mitigate my inevitable fallout, but you don't quite know what to do for the best because you're damned whatever you do. Well, yeah, I'm I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't <laughs> and damned if I do something else. So, but but there are techniques that you know it's kind of like well, let's try this. This is a light. So often leading you into something in a very light way that doesn't knacker you out or doesn't tire you or doesn't feel like <laughs> exercise tends to work a bit better. And I'm talking about exercise, but there's also a mental aspect to it. So I know that if you've not relaxed enough, if you've not had a bath or if you've not played Animal Crossing or Pokemon <laughs> or any of those mechanisms or even Peggle. You know, recently we found that Peggle is one of the Xbox games. It's like 
Oh, it's amazing. It's it's like Mrs. H <laughs> crack at the moment. But it, I know that, that you relax to that. And often getting you into that relaxed state is probably more important at that time mm. than badgering you to do some exercise. What the real technique is, is, is to get you to exercise with the understanding that Peggle will come later. <laughs> it's like a reward-based exercise routine. It is like a, it routine. is a reward-based exercise routine, but it is a bit of a easing you in in a way that that you feel that you can do something, but that you don't come away going, "Oh, that was hard work." Mm, I know it makes it, it makes it sound like I'm just really afraid of hard work because I'm not, and I, I I work extremely hard in in loads of things I do. But you're right, um, the exercise has always been a little bit of a sticking point for me anyway i've always hated it but i know how closely and, mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this to say oh my wife is a fucking great big chunk or whatever it might be <laughs> i'm i'm saying this because i know how closely this is linked to your own mental well-being i know that you like to be able to look in a mirror and go yeah i'm hot and i know that drives you it and does. I, I know that's a measure of how you're feeling and often it's it's one of the big measures so when it comes to playing with other people mm. i know that if you if you've not put in the effort in the lead up to that that mm. night or whatever that you will have a complete and utter meltdown about how you feel and how you you look and if a dress doesn't fit fuck me we might as well call the whole thing <laughs> off because it's not worth the effort of going through the conversations to get to that point because i know you just you just don't feel right you don't enjoy it you don't feel sexy you don't like the look of yourself what you forget is that you've had weeks and weeks and weeks to prep to that moment. Yes, well. <laughs> but, but that's the difference between between you and I in the way that we think, that I think, oh, shit, there's this thing coming up. I need to work to that. Or I'm, and I think I've mentioned this before, it's like a Discworld thing and that I'm so lazy that I know I need to keep exercising mm. because the second I stop exercising, it's infinitely harder to start again. Yeah, I know. I think it's like the rinse wind theory or something, fans, but it's it's like that. That's how I see it. Because I, I kind of, as an optimist, I'm like, one day the doors will be open or the gates will be open and we'll be like, well, you can play now. And we'll be like, yay. And I'll be like, ready to rock and roll. And you'll be like, I'm not fucking playing. I, don't, I look like shit. I hate this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, <clears throat> literally look like, um, well, I want to think one of my friends said this to me recently, like a quiche that's been punched. <laughs> <laughs> I think your your current description of yourself has been mostly a baked potato, but you tend to avoid using that phrase because it tomorrow into the song. Singing that stupid song, you know, it's it's interesting though because I started I started thinking about how Potatoes. this no no well maybe a little bit <laughs> how this kind of relates to our non monogamous adventures. Yeah, you know when we could have them, obviously, yeah. and what we what we do if we have them again, and and it. It's a real deal breaker sometimes because I kind of worry, and this is where the thought process unravels faster than a cheap jumper for me, because I kind of then think, crap, I've got myself into a situation where I don't like the way I look. My body image is at rock bottom. My self-esteem is on the ground. My hormones are haywire, and I've literally got a big kind of nope going on. So instantly, my my kind of thought process then says, right, all right, um, well, Obviously, if we can play with other people, <laughs> Mr. H is instantly going to want to be playing with these ladies because they don't look like me. They are better than me. I am not up to that standard. They're going to look at me and run a mile, but, you know, he's cool. So I get this kind of worry then set in motion where I think, well, maybe I don't want to do that anymore because I don't want to feel the rejection. But then, 
that's of my own making because I'm not putting the effort in to get to the point. I'm poised for my own petard once again. But you can see how quickly it manifests itself into a, a horrible cycle of, you know, you, you comfort eat because you're sad and then you're sad because you're fat. Are you and then sort you... of vaguely quoting Austin Powers? No, I'm not. I'm unhappy because I eat and I eat because I'm unhappy. But it's so true. And, you know, it's, it's something that I've struggled with most of my adult life. You know, I think the last time I was thin, I was eight. Maybe, <laughs> but, but you know, it, it's your mindset that governs a lot of how you, you cope with it. Well, and it my mindset's relative, not being easy. But it, it is all relative. It's whether you feel comfort, confident and, and comfortable. And I used to feel and confident regardless of how, you know, what, what the reality of the scales was telling me, because I had the confidence to carry it off and actually be sexually kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm hey, I'm all that. Come, come play with me. And that's actually really attractive. All right, granted, I'm not like an absolute heifer, but it helps, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not that bad. But it does help if you have the the approach and the self-confidence to to kind of have people look past some of your your physical I, I think that's true, but I, th I do think it is all linked. And if you start solving one, then you start solving the others. Yeah. And I think... You know, if you if you start to get your head around the medical issues, um, then you you feel better. And if you feel better, mm. then you can um, exercise more. And if if you exercise more, then you feel more confident. And if you feel more confident, you feel more sex. And if you feel more mm. sexy, you have more sex. And I think that's <laughs> that's a very simplistic way of looking at it. And by no means is that any kind of doctor, doctoral sort of advice behind that. But I I know that. That we're behind all of these things that we've been talking about, it's it's trying to solve each of them in slightly different ways, but tackling them to get mm. you into space where you you feel happy again and you feel confident and comfortable. Now it's been really interesting because you know we kind of went over the, Christmas was was quite difficult, wasn't it? Really, mm. I suppose in that way because I think that Very. was the pinnacle of you. I think you're right using your mojo. <clears throat> I think it really came to the fore. Um, because our, our sex drives were so mismatched by this point and, you know, the fact that I, I was recognising that these thoughts didn't enter my head much, if at all. And what I didn't want to do is, is turn our, our sex life into something perfunctory and an obligation just to kind of appease your sex drive if mine wasn't in the That's same why page. you tore up the sex contract. <laughs> Mother fudge. That's a sex contract. It <laughs> <laughs> was. You made me say it in Spanish, which is why we got married ah, in Mexico. Oh, well, there you go, you see. <laughs> Default. But the, the, I mean, the point is, I don't, and um, what's really important is, I don't like feeling this way. And that's, I think, what really came to me over Christmas is, I don't like this. I don't like feeling this way. I don't like not wanting to go and have like loads of sex. And I think the, the tricky bit where I've faced, other than the sort of motivational aspects, <laughs> I feel like a crappy motivational speaker, but but it's kind of, it's hard to know when to instigate things. When, yeah. when I know that you're not happy with yourself and, and that you're not in the right mm. space of mind. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's a roll of the dice risk. Now, I still love you and I still want to fuck your brains out. There's make no question about that. And other bits, you know, too. Well, well, I tore up the sex contract. I know. And I spiked your coffee. I'm still going to cave your back doors in, dear. Don't worry about that. But, um, you know, and it's tough to know whether you're in the right space for, for sexy times. Whereas, you know, because we have gone from, like, you know, a couple of years ago, we recorded our amount of times we had sex and it was almost one a day. I know. It was and, and now it's... Charts. 
it's a lot less. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think we've lost less we than once a week or twice a week. No, but it hasn't for us, completely gone away. But equally, you're right. It's it's not it's not kind of on the same page anymore. No, and and I think that that we had a chat really a couple of weeks back, mm. and we kind of got this all out on the table, and it was quite an interesting conversation because, you know, I, I I've been very aware of it, and I've been trying to steer the ship a little bit without saying too much because I know you've not been in the right frame of mind to talk about it. And also you were you were very quick to point out that you knew I'd been through some stuff like bereavement, yeah. like grief, like, oh, three kidney infections on the bounds. That didn't well, help. Well, and yeah. that was the other thing. So over Christmas, it, it got particularly difficult because, you know, you, you had, had three kidney infections. Three kidney infections <laughs> and the antibiotics... Taking those triggered a cold oh, sore on your mouth. It's just horrible. So I felt so run down. We had this yeah. whole run of things where we couldn't really have sex. No, because Even physically we just couldn't. Yeah. Because I was not well enough and it wasn't good to do that. Yeah. So we had not only the mental state, but the physical state sort of escalated to that point where we were like, okay. So we came out of that and then we had this conversation about the whole process, the whole thing. and. We sort of really started to recognise it was important because we, we, we didn't feel as though your medication was quite in the right spot, did we? No, for one? it had done a lot. It helped with some of the, the really uncomfortable physical symptoms and it helped get me back on track a little bit and it had brought some of the mood swings down maybe and definitely... You were a of, bit Kevin the teenager. <laughs> uh, and definitely reconciled some of those, those kind of like physical and un, unpleasant things. But that's great. But it wasn't enough. Um, so it, so we've now grafted a penis <laughs> to your shoulder. Um, well, no, I mean, the top of my list was like, I started to worry that you would find me less attractive. Um, I was finding myself less and less attractive and not really caring about wanting to make any changes. And as I said, I, I don't like feeling this way and I, I bloody want to get my mojo back because I miss it. I really do. But quite often... Part of the thing with sex that certainly that we found in just more normal times outside mm. of all of these extraordinary circumstances is that actually once you start having sex and you start having sex more than you want more sex and it ends up being a bit of an avalanche or mm -hmm. a bit of a snowball or whatever the fuck you want to call it where it, it grows and grows and grows and becomes uh, much more important than what you're doing because it's fun and you can experiment and all this stuff happens but actually jump-starting that mm -hmm. can be quite tricky because you're almost like, well, you've forgotten. What, where does this bit go again? What does that do? Well, it's almost like, you, is one of you doing it to tick a box or to... I'll tick your box, all right. <laughs> or are you, are you worrying that, you know, the other partner isn't really into it and you're just doing it to please somebody? I mean, playing Pokemon Go <laughs> while I was doing you was probably a mistake, if I'm really honest. It did a little bit, yeah. <laughs> But, okay, so we, we established I wanted to sort something out, feel better, um, get, get this spark back again. So this was, what, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. And where are we now? <laughs> you mean what, what treatment am I trying now? Yeah, what, what's changed yes, in that time? Okay. So we had this conversation. What was had that? this conversation and I instantly felt upset that we'd had the conversation because it was not an easy conversation. But secondly, I felt better that we'd got it out there and the elephant in the room was very much right. We, we're not going to ignore it because that's the worst thing you can do. And, you know, what I love about our relationship and always have loved about what we have is we can communicate and we do. I think my, my 
outtake of the message was, we can't have sex right now, but go buy a gremlin. <laughs> so that's what I went and did. So that's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. And and also it's really important not to berate yourselves for the fact that you are where you are, because sometimes things happen no matter how great your relationship is. If you believe this is Mrs. H's fault, please push <laughs> one on your phone now. No. I mean, things happen. <laughs> People change. Like, age changes things. Like, the menopause changed love, me. Love changes everything. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Bloody Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> I'm going to hold him responsible. Yeah. It's his fault for writing Masquerade. Actually, I don't like Masquerade. Nobody likes, nobody masquerade. likes Masquerade. If you like Masquerade, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nobody likes that. Music of the night, though. Hell yeah. That's all right. Right, I'm off to listen to some Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I need to punish myself for what I've done. (laughs) So where am I now? Okay, I've tried some new treatment in addition to the HRT. Mm -hmm. It's called anal. It is not called anal. Okay. Um, It's actually called testosterone. Testosterone. Mm. Now I had. So you have a shot of testosterone in your mouth every time. (laughs) I had an interesting conversation with my doctor about that. And we had a good old giggle about it all, actually. And he said, there are some side effects. I said, is it a beard? Is it a deep voice? You know, what what is going to happen? And we've started me on a low dose. Mm-hmm. But we did establish from blood tests that my testosterone level is ex- extremely depleted. Mm-hmm. And actually, everyone has a balance of estrogen and testosterone. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to kind of um, bring those... Pump up the jam. Pump up the jam. <laughs> <laughs> So you've yeah. been lifting, bench lifting no, I have not. <laughs> tables since you... Uh, so I've been um, having a testosterone treatment in addition to the HRT for five days now. Five days. Five days. Yep. Hog mm. smash! Do not have a beard yet. Um, it, I mean, it's not had any radical side effects to not my knowledge yet. because it is low dose and they'll kind of build up as you go on. Mm-hmm. And in a month, then he's going to review, take some more blood tests. See what I mean, growing out. a penis was... That's one of the good effects. <laughs> now, if only I had the motivation to do something with it. <laughs> if you grew a penis, if only I could see over my own tummy, you'd be coming like a fire hydrant everywhere. <laughs> Come wherever I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's hope, I think, because we're doing something about it, and that already feels better than not doing anything. And I'm, I'm really glad that someone's listened to me and has said hey there's things we can try there's there's actually medical things we can do to, to try and get this working again they also gave me a bunch of rehypnos so i can have sex whenever <laughs> i want oh really is that why you've been bringing coffee in bed every time exactly yeah. no no drink up <laughs> <laughs> this wine tastes like chloroform <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, there's, there's stuff we can do and stuff we're going to try. And I'm, I'm really open to trying, you know, all, all of the stuff if it, if it makes things better again. I think the other thing that, that we've also tried to sort of get back into the habit of is making space for our own sexy times. So not just time for ourselves and time to relax and chill out, but actually saying, well, you know what? This evening we're going to spend an hour and, yeah. you know, do it 20 times apparently because it's an hour. <laughs> um, and just get back into the groove and that's been really helpful we've we've both put time and effort into that and that mm. that's been really nice just to reconnect a bit and i have genuinely been doing some exercise yeah yeah you walked up and down the stairs that to get... is not what i meant <laughs> <laughs> genuinely we've been eating more healthily yeah we've we've changed our diet up a bit as well which has been really useful yeah 
and you know we're kind of spending a little bit of time every day doing a bit of exercise mm-hmm. not a huge amount but enough because we're not start. monsters no we're not monsters <laughs> but also i think with with you mrs h it's really important that we ease you in gently haha oh yeah um <laughs> and l- lull you into a false sense of exercise security lull me yeah lull you mm-hmm. like you know it's just half an hour on the bike here and there it's fine <laughs> oh we're just gonna walk the dog for an hour and because you know as luck would have it pandemic gyms are shut again well that's the even thing. if i wanted to go back to them i couldn't so. well i think quite often you work best if you've got someone else that's not me telling you what to do in terms of yeah, exercise you're right actually because i i feel if you're telling me then it's it's harder than ever well, it is. Uh, if I tell you, it's going to be really hard. It's, no, I find it weirdly more more difficult if you're my exercise buddy. Well, I think because you're so much better at it than me, and I instantly resent the fact that you're doing so much better than I would. I don't think it's that I'm necessarily better. Yeah, but than I think you, that. But I think it's just that you you don't like being told. But don't. You don't like being told, but you also don't like someone watching you if, no, if you fail. You're so, right. And, and, and it's the risk of failure rather than anything else. So even a stupid thing on the television, you don't like watching me watching it or me doing it with you because you, you don't like the fact that you might seem a bit foolish or you might be out of time or whatever it is. Yeah. Despite the fact that I look like a complete twat while I'm doing it. <laughs> that's that you forget about that because you're just worried about yourself. You're selfish prick. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just want to do it on my own and just deal with it and not have you like. I don't even think you're judging me, but I think in my head, I just don't want you. <laughs> you think in of, your head? Where else would you I think? I just don't. I think with my I just penis. don't want the pressure of of trying to kind of live up to what you're doing. Okay. Well, I, I can assure you that I am not doing anything special. <laughs> I really, really am not. And but you know, I understand that, and I know the way that you work. So you know, once things open up, then then we'll look at sort of trainers and stuff again because I think that helped you because that. It's someone else telling you what to do and, and yeah, working and I you want to go that. back. I want to swimming in again. Swimming, swimming in. in. I want to swimming in again. I want to go swimming again. And these thing, these things are kind of have been taken away. And I appreciate I'm not the only one. And you know, I, I should get my tiny violin out and stop being so dramatic. But <laughs> well, but it, it's kind of so annoying. Even when you had the slightest little inkling of oh, maybe I should do something to make myself feel better. You know, the devil on my shoulder was going, oh, yeah, but don't worry, the gym's shut. <laughs> you <Well>, tried. <laughs> and that's, you know, and I, I, I said to Mrs. H this evening while we were walking Yoko that we could get up early in the morning and walk her then as well. I laughed and yeah, quite a you bit. You didn't just laugh. You, I did just laugh. I think you just went, fuck off. I did not. I think that was the look. <laughs> so, you know, if you've seen the Swingers TV show and, and if, if you're one of the new people uh, oh, that, that was look. there. Yeah, it's that look, <laughs> that, that one that says... I'm either going to fuck you or I'm going to hurt you. I don't know which one is going to happen. So just just be mindful. So yeah, if you're one of the new people uh, that's joined, thank you for sticking with us and listening to us talk about this. Other things do get sexy, honest. You know, I I feel like um, I've just had a massive moan about everything. A massive dump. A massive moan about everything. But it's not, it's stuff that's built up, as you say, for quite a long time. And it's not until you kind of, you know, something, a catalyst of some sort really brings it home to you that actually things aren't quite right mm. and you can't just brush it under the carpet and not do anything about it and hope it'll get better because some things, even a healthy mindset isn't going to make things go away. So do you think you've unleashed your blue balls of emotion? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I, I hope, I mean, we did say, as I said, that we we wanted to talk about, share things, you know, that, that aren't always rosy and kind of what you do to to get over those it doesn't mean I, I love you any less and it doesn't mean our relationship is in trouble it just means that we need to 
take a step back and evaluate what's but going on. The theme song does go, we fuck things up and we make mistakes. <laughs> and Mrs. H has eaten loads of steaks. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but not loads of cakes, because I don't like cakes. No, that's why I said steak. Yeah. Steak flavour crisps. There. Yeah. I've, at least I don't like cakes. That's one blessing, right? Because <laughs> we'd be in real trouble then. <laughs> Well, you've, you can't go anywhere to get cake at the moment. You're kind That's not of... the point. At least I don't like them. <laughs> but you do like drink. Yes, I know, but that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of does. A Ooh. sip of wine she takes? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I hope I hope someone somewhere out there is listening to all this and, and me, you know, wearing my heart on my sleeve and bearing my soul a little bit and at least taking some something from it that you can work through things like this and there's there's always someone you can try i think and maybe talk about it to each other i think talking about it is absolutely absolutely critical the other thing that's been and and we mentioned it in our last episode actually throughout the course of this year it's you know it's been fucking tough and it's been a lot of shit going on there must be lots of people out there who are, are going through other kind of libido limiting factors out there like you know, people might be struggling with home life, having kids around all the time. Yeah, fuck those guys, not literally. <laughs> Trying to homeschool children and have a relationship and hold a job down and work through a pandemic. It's not easy. I mean, trying to have sex while a tiny cat looks at you is difficult enough. You know, even just watching the news at the moment is a real buzzkill. So like, it's, it's really difficult to switch off from all the everyday atrocities that are happening and then think, oh, you know what? I'm just going to get my freak on now. You can't do that. It is sometimes you just need to kind of take some time away from all the stuff that's making you feel sad and negative and maybe just focus a little bit up on your what you can make work. Yeah, I think I think you need to get yourself into a space where you're focused on each other, on yeah. yourself. Don't be too harsh on yourself. That's the other thing I'd say. It's, you know, we've all gone through a fuck ton of shit. And, and like you've just said, there's been so much that's happened over the course of this year and beyond um, that can really play havoc with the way that you normally are. Mm. So, you know, don't worry about that, but also try and flip it. <laughs> try and flip it. Um, the, the actual thought process for me on this, all of this stuff is that it could be an opportunity. You just got to look at it in the right way. And if you're locked in together, it's an opportunity to be together. If you're locked in by yourself, it's an opportunity to get things right and get ready mm. for when you can go out there in the world. And if you're, you know, looking to go out there as a couple and explore things, you know, use all of this time to, to do your exercises if that's what you need or, or to get your profile right, to take your sexy pics, to work on those, that building that intimacy, to work on that communication. There's so much good stuff mm. you can do. It's not fucking easy. It really isn't. And trust us or trust me when I say we've been through a lot of this shit. We've told you about <laughs> it over the course of this episode. But I'm really hopeful. The fact is that we've discussed this. We've talked about it. We've spaffed it up all over the place while we, while we kind of went through it. And actually... We're kind of like, hey, we're trying. We're having more sexy times. We're sorting your meds out. Mm. Your mum's still dead. Can't do anything about that. The cat's still dead. But we got a new cat. You know, that's all right. That, that <laughs> helped a little bit, apparently. But we're, we're also focusing on the future and what we can do with that. What friends can we see? Who, where can we go? All mm. of this stuff will be eventually possible. So when it happens, I want to be ready to punch 2020 in its fucking face. <laughs> I know it's already gone, but as it leaves. But punch it again. Punch it in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck wow, you, 2020. who punches someone in the back? And me, if it's 2020. Wow. But really embrace the <laughs> fact that 2021 could 
if things start turning around, and hopefully year. they will, be a good year, or at least part of it can be good. And that's where my head's at. I'm like, right, let's start running up the stairs, rocky start. I'm going to go punch some meat <laughs> and let's get ready to have a fucking amazing time when we can. <laughs> I'm going to steal all your beard oil for my new beard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck, because I think the only beard oil I have left now is um, it's like tobacco and rub. So you will smell like, like what Johnny Depp Norwegian looks like. Norwegian pine or something as well. <laughs> no, no, no. There is, it is tobacco and rum. So it's what I imagine Captain Jack Sparrow to smell like. I can get behind that. Savvy. I think my mojo might come back. <laughs> your mojo might come back. <laughs> I want my mojo back. I'm going to get it back. And that's... That's the thing, isn't it? You know, I don't want to stop caring completely and and just go, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to eat wine and chips. The problem with you meeting Johnny Depp, though, is that if you do get really angry with him, you can't beat him because he will take you to court. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm going to buy you that sausage perfume or whatever it is he he was selling. Savage. Savage. That that we delightfully one day saw someone graffitied into sausage. I reckon it might smell quite nice, you know. You reckon? It might be half price then as well. Like fennel sausage. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, wow. That is a heady aftershave. This is a European version. It's fennel sausage. Italian sausage. sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it like an olive oil bottle? (laughs) We miss you already. So I think that's about it. Any other words that you'd like to chuck in there about this whole escapade and this conversation, dear? I was drinking some wine, sorry. All right. Well, that's not unusual. Well, maybe uh, take my advice and don't lose yourself in uh, the moment. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think just don't be too hard on yourself if you do find yourself reaching for some coping mechanisms which aren't so healthy because they, they're they temporary. They can be temporary. They You can kick them into touch when you feel it's ready, but you, you need to give yourself a little bit of kindness sometimes. And if something makes you feel better, then fine, just moderation. <laughs> and just be prepared to kind of recognise when it's time to let go of that and do something about it. I think I think that's absolutely fair. The other thing I would say is don't forget I you've got friends, you know, and if you're listening to this show, we're here. Yeah. Get in touch. And if you're struggling, get in touch. Talk to your friends, talk to your lifestyle friends, talk to your vanilla friends. Make the most of those connections. Even if you can't see each other and give each other a hug, you can Skype, you can Zoom. And sometimes just that can make the whole difference. And and 2020 was definitely a fucking stupid year Mm. but it was the year of us spending time talking to our friends and Mm. while we couldn't hug them all the time and while we couldn't you know fuck them either it was great just to go through all of this shit together and i think that's something that we can all take forward nice to know there's people there even if it is on a virtual basis i feel like i'm going a bit into the blues brothers you know like we're so (laughs) glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight and we would especially like to welcome all the representatives of the Illinois law enforcement enforcement committee who have chosen to join us here in the palace hotel ballroom at this time we do sincerely hope that you all enjoy the show and please remember people that no matter who you are no matter what you do to live thrive and survive there are some things that still make us all the same you me them and everybody and with that mrs h do you want to do your thing I do. But I, I need to watch that film, really. I don't understand that quote. <laughs> <laughs> well, ruin it. I mean, you could hop into our bed, but it's severely lacking in mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hopping into our bed. This is really quite uh, rubbish. It will be, at some point, delightful to have you hop into our bed. Mm-hmm.